0: Sitting on the dock of the bay. <laughs> Excuse Watching the tide roll away. Oh my God, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking 64 today. I really do want to be an old black man when I grow up. Hi everyone, Hi,
1: everyone. I'm... <laughs> This is my part, Tracy. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Heaven. And I'm Tracy. This is an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Get out of here. This is my line. my life. Hi everyone, welcome to Heaven and Tracy's show called Another Round, (laughs) and I'm Tracy and I love penguins. Wow.
0: (laughs) I didn't know it was like (laughs) that.
1: Welcome to Another Round with Heaven and Penguin. (laughs) Oh my god, Tracy, guess what happened while you were like... Out gallivanting in LA and San Francisco. I was not in LA. Oh. I was in San Francisco. You and were in so both.
0: Nice. I wasn't in LA. Oh, over the. Oh. Why are you trying to play me? Because no, I thought you had been mm, mm, in the mm, San mm, Oh, you mm, won't. I can't mm, even. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And who did you interview while I was gone, Heaven? Kelly Rowland. Oh, my god The Kelly Rowland. Oh my God! Yeah, Um, she has a fantastic collarbone situation, and I'm trying to get. (laughs) I'm trying to get. I'm really into collarbones. She looks
2: so good.
0: I don't know. I can't even. How did you? How are you alive
1: right now? Is this Heaven's Ghost? (laughs) Hey, Heaven's Ghost. It sure is. (laughs) Heaven has left the building a few weeks ago. (laughs) I do want to say, right after we interviewed her, Mm -hmm. Beyonce announced that she was having twins. (sighs) And And you you didn't even know. I didn't know. I'm sure Kelly knew. Right, but she didn't even say nothing. And, like, she wrote a delightful book about motherhood. Right. Obviously. Oh, man. But questions that follow this announcement. You
0: know what? That's how you know your squad. <sighs> she could have been like, I'm going to let you in a little secret. But she was like, nope. I know what happens to snitches. I got shit to do tomorrow. I'm not trying to go out like that.
1: I'm sure it was exactly what she was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but, I can't wait to hear this interview. Yes. It was delightful nonetheless. Mm-hmm. But I do want to let you all know. We did not address yeah. Beyoncé's incredible motherhood news uh because it had not happened yet. Yeah. And I apologize for that, but you cannot control time or fate.
0: Yeah, neither of those is your
1: fault. <laughs> so, I'm sorry for the way the time works. <laughs> I'm sorry for the passage of time. No,
0: well I can't wait to hear that and I also can't wait for today's
1: game. Ooh, I'm so excited.
0: So, since I feel like music is like the theme of this episode, right? Like yeah. music, black music, R&B, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Um, I have a little game prepared in which we discover In which you discover, because I know about these songs. (laughs) Horrible, raunchy, terrible songs that your parents and grandparents very likely listened to and perhaps created you to or your parents to. It's going to be really uncomfortable. um, And I like... Uh, approaching Valentine's Day this way because I'm not good at dealing with my actual feelings. So, <laughs> discounts so just make
1: everyone else uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so, at least that way we can all feel the same thing. Word. Yeah. I'm excited for this game. I will not know any of these songs. I oh, guarantee man. you. I'm just excited for you to hear them. Okay. But
0: first, I want to hear this Kelly Rowland interview.
1: Yo, Kelly was so dope. I'm so, I'm so jealous. I'm mean, happy was for you, but so I'm so down, really down to talk about everything. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm so excited to be in this dude with the one, the only, Kelly Rowland. Thank you. You probably grew up watching her in Destiny's Child. Maybe you watched her slay in her solo career. (laughs) Perhaps you know her from her new book, which I am so hype about. Thank you. It's called Whoa Baby, (laughs) a guide for new moms who feel overwhelmed and freaked out and wonder what the fuck just happened. Yes. Um, incredible title. Thank you. (laughs) She's now acting in a Lifetime movie called Love by the Tenth Date. She mentors the girls group June's Diary on the BET show Chasing Destiny. You are doing all of the things. I'm trying. You're out here. (laughs) I'm trying. Trying to be out here. How do you decide what to say no to?
2: Um... If I feel like it's a passion project, then I'll say yes to it. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that you make time for the things that you want to make time mm. for. So those are the things that I wanted to carve out and, um, and you know, express my creativity
1: on. Have you read Shonda Rhimes' book, The Year of Yes? No, but I heard a crucial chapter on the word. No,
2: really? (laughs) Yes. Yo, but I I heard her speak. It was last year at I think it was actually it was Black Girls Rock. Mm. And she said that, you know, if you set a goal, achieve everything that's on your list. She said, go back and do it again and make it better. Mm. And it's stuck in my brain, as you can hear now. And
1: I feel the need to do that. Okay, let's talk about one of the one of the million things you're doing. okay, which is is the book. Yes. you have a book about motherhood coming out this spring. Yes. That you co-authored with your ob Yes. Which I think is amazing. Yo, she's so dope.
2: I love my ob and Dr. Tristan Bickman. What made you want to write a book about motherhood? Because I kept calling and bugging the hell out of her seven. <laughs> no, no exaggeration. I probably hit her seven to eight times a day, whether it was text or call. Mm. Some, st- some things were more urgent than others. Okay. But I just remember calling her and asking her all types of questions. And, and then I finally went to her office. And I said, Doc, like, I just feel like I'm asking more questions than I was before. Mm. And so she said, you know, all of my patients say that. And what to expect when expecting answers every single question in great detail. And afterwards, it's just like, all right, figure it out. You know what I mean? (laughs) So now I'm sitting there and I have all these questions and my girlfriends have all these questions. And I told Dr. Bickman, I said, somebody needs to write a book. And she said, we should write the book. I said, Okay, we'll write the book. And that's exactly what we did.
1: Mm. Did you ever have pause about bringing a a black child into this world when I was a black mother yo
2: when I was pregnant Mm. I had this moment where I found out the sex of my baby Mm. and as soon as um, it came back I'm like all excited and the next day it set in because it was when all these killings were happening with with our young boys Mm. and um, I held my belly and I weeped I I don't think I just weeped for myself I think it was spiritual as well Mm. and prayed as well and I remember just thinking to myself oh God I want to try my child in the way that he should go biblically speaking and then thinking I have to prepare him to take over the world. Absolutely. Yeah. To conquer the world world. to step into. Absolutely. (laughs) And and to to know who he is home first so that the rest of the world doesn't tell him who he is. Mm. That's really, really important to me.
1: Word. Um, I love that you think so much about skin color Mm -hmm. in your work. In my family, when a baby is born, one of the first questions you ask is, like, how did it come out? What what color is it? Mm. Is that a thing that happens in your family?
2: No, but when Titan came out, he was so pale. And I asked the I was like, are you sure he's mine? <laughs> because he was, if I show you a picture, he is so pale. And mm. me, my husband and I are chocolate people. Titan chocolate came, people. <laughs> he came out here looking very cookies and creamish. And I literally was like... He is really pale, mm. and he's—I mean, he's of course—he looks like me and his dad, his dad more so these days. But everybody asked the question. They looked at me, and they looked at Titan, and they looked at Tim, and they're like, "You short ass your baby." <laughs> <laughs> do you do you consider your husband a feminist husband? He is. Yeah, he is, and and not only that, but what I love about my husband is the fact that, you know, coming into the re- a relationship with me. He actually saw guys hitting on me mm. like or trying to get at me while we were together. And he would be like, oh, you know, you're a bad one. I, I mean, I know you're coming home to me. Like, he would never, you know, be funny about it. Mm. Um, okay. And I remember, actually, Jamie Foxx will tell you this story. Jamie Foxx was hitting on me so hard after the Super Bowl. <laughs> He's actually I'm listening. He was flirting, and it was so funny. But he wasn't talking to me. Mm. He was talking to Tim. Okay. He was like, man, she came up by that thing. She, wow, wow. Man, I'm on the Super Bowl? Yes. He's like, I want to talk to her. I'm, I'm going to talk to her later. Tim was like, yeah, you know, she's worth talking to. Mm. <laughs> He's, playing he in, knows. He knows. He's playing into it. And next thing you know, a friend, a mutual friend of ours says, yo, man, that's her dude. He did and not he, know? He did not know. And he felt so bad it was hilarious we always laugh about it to this day and he's actually one of our great friends so
1: that's delightful <laughs> i feel like you don't hear stories like that <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the first to hear it <laughs> in the movie that you're doing for lifetime the love of the 10th date mm-hmm. i think one of the central sort of questions for mm-hmm. the women in the movie mm-hmm. is like how do you approach marriage for some of them it's this thing that you're aiming for, it's gonna give so much meaning and purpose to your life. And yes. then for some, for some of the women in the movie, it's like a thing you have to negotiate so that it doesn't take all out of you. Like, yes. You know, it's a thing you have to just like. Uh, you, uh. One of the characters has an open relationship. Yes. And She's like, you know, I'm I I like marriage, but I like myself as well. Yes. How did you like? What? How did you approach marriage when you were getting married? Did you have like marriage role models? I don't I don't know if those exist the
2: Obamas were mm. really my role models. Mm. Oh. But um, R.I.P. I, 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 not I know, you know. I know what you mean. Oh, we're all not gonna cry here. Um but <laughs> know, the Obamas are, are great, great role models. Mm. But I think for me and my husband, we just wanted to make our own rules. You know what I mean? Because we also work together. Mm. So the fact that we work together and we're married, we have like certain cutoff like limits of times or um you what know, you we mean? try to sit like um after a certain time, we don't talk about business anymore. It's just Ooh, about family. okay. Yeah, and sometimes if we have to talk about it and it's a must, we're like, oh, I need to say something because I'm so excited about it, mm-hmm. or we have to address this now. Can we, can we? So we have boundaries. We like to set boundaries. But um, my husband and I just made our own rules, and we actually were just fine just being together, like just loving each other. I know that he's my partner. Nothing is ever going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, but when our son came came into the picture and I was like, Honey, uh, we're pregnant and um, our mothers uh, go to church every hour on the hour. So <laughs> we we have to make sure, you know, that they don't think we're crazy. And he's like, well, we grew up in church. We know we love each other. We mm. know all the, the things that people say. We don't care about those. Let's make our own rules. Let's just go get married. That's exactly what we did. We didn't mm. tell anybody. It wasn't publicized. It was just our own private thing we had 26 people at our wedding uh that were the closest and near to and dear to us and it was beautiful it was 26. perfect mm-hmm. wow it was cheap
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> was um, a beautiful wedding though i i love this iconic line in this movie where Megan Good's character, mm-hmm. where I, I know you personally call your wigs your girls. Yes. And then she herself exclaims at one very, very heated moment in the movie mm-hmm. it is a big deal. I bought a wig for this. Oh, yes. <laughs> Talk to us
2: about your girls. Well, sometimes, you know, for special occasions. Of course. <laughs> you always need a new girl. <laughs> Only because you know she's fresh, she's gonna fit all nice and cozy. <laughs> she, you know, it just—it's just a moment that you need. And do sometimes, they have names?
1: do your girls have names? Yes, they do. Okay, talk yes, to me. Yes, they do.
2: Um, actually, I have some. Yeah, I have three that have names, but they're longer. Another one has Ooh, colors, so okay. we call her Donna. Okay. Um, Donna. Donna. Yeah, just because she's like a little blonde. All right, Donna. Know? Yeah, Donna. And uh, yeah, but you gotta name them. Of
1: course. Yeah. I live for a wig for every situation. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> Can I ask you about one random scene in the movie? Please. Your character is reading the book, Redefining Jim Crow. Yes. Which I'm not even sure it's a real book. Yes. Yeah, I looked it up. Yeah. I think it's like an off-brand Michelle Alexander book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And it's kind of like look, we to could, convey she's woke.
2: Yes. You know? Yes. She's woke, and then she's woke to wake herself up and mm-hmm. pull that drawer out and get herself a little... Pick me up. So to
1: clarify to the listeners, <laughs> <laughs> so she's reading this book. You get, a, you get a nice little glimpse. You're like, oh, smart, woke woman. Yes. And then without even like moving her eyes from the page, she reaches to her bedside table, <laughs> yes. pulls out a vibrator, puts the book down. Yes. Just turns it on and we pan softly to a flower by her bed. <laughs> Yo, we carry on. We carry on. <laughs> we carry on. What is that scene about? It's like 10 seconds and we never return to it. You know what? It pretty much sums up Margot.
2: <laughs> because she's so,
1: she's celibate. Mm-hmm. She's focused. Mm-hmm. But
2: she also has an itch that needs to be scratched. And she doesn't want to just give sure. her body to anybody.
1: That was a very familiar scene to myself. <laughs> I will say. Mine was pink, but okay. Yours is I white. love it. Yeah. 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 Um, you look so good in this movie, and I love Thanks. your looks always. Thank you. We talk a lot about makeup as kind of almost an armor for us, mm-hmm. like how we prepare for the day. Absolutely. How do you How do you think about fashion and makeup and stuff?
2: I think about it as um, an enhancing mm. of our beauty that already exists. Yes. And um, for me, I just wanted to change my hair. I remember one day I just wanted... I'm living for this bob. Yo, I love this bob. It's so easy. It looks so good. It's so easy. That's all I care about. If I can wake up and keep it moving with my bob, Uh, I'm I'm really just straight.
1: That's me with braids right now. Really? I'm all braids right now. Uh. You're catching me at an in-between time. No, I love your (laughs) hair right now. It's super cute. I'm serving some uh, scary spice, perhaps. I like
2: it. (laughs) Little buns. It's very cute. Thank you. But yeah. I think that um, it's a part of our, our our freedom to express ourselves creatively, too. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes,
1: absolutely. But color. Like to refashion yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's been like such a part of your career it's like oh my god iconic kelly with the red hair yeah and we move on to the you know (laughs) blue hair yes it was such a moment it's so funny somebody said um oh my god
2: i think it was like a 16 year old girl i heard her say she's like oh my god when did people start doing color i said i I did color at 16 honey and she was like no you didn't and i showed her the pictures of when you know dc first started out and she's like Auntie, I did not know you had blue hair, and I was like, "Google me."
1: Yes, <laughs> Google me. Google me. Sweetheart. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I appreciate about your work is that it's very clear that you're you're interested in young women and mm-hmm. supporting them and mentoring them, and that's what you're doing on the show Chasing Destiny. Yeah. You know, it's it's a show about making a girl group happen, mm-hmm. and you you've been in the thick of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Are there things you see from this point of view now that you you couldn't have seen from from being in it, you know?
2: Yes, because I was so young. Yeah, it's I, hard. Yeah, it is, it is hard, but you... I'm so happy that I did make the choices that I did. Of course, you would want to go back and, like, redo some mm. things, but it wouldn't have prepared me for right now. You know what I mean? And, um... It's, it's just really funny how I'll see a girl or I'll see an expression or I'll see her doubt herself or I'll see her walk into something and then, you know, she doesn't know how to express herself. Mm. It's certain things that I see and I'm like, oh, that's 17. Oh, that's 20. I remember that. Okay, let me help her. You know what I mean? Let me help Absolutely. her navigate her way through this. So for me, it's, it's a way... To, to help our girls, you know, become women. I hear that. Because they're, they're actually walking into their womanhood, but I just, if I can, like, c- can I pull you over to the side so I can maybe, you know, help you from going over that bump, you mm. know? So mm.
1: that's how I view it. Um, there's this saying that people have about how you're you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. mm mm-hmm. um, And I feel like at that kind of young growing into the industry age mm-hmm. you I, I i think it's easy to find yourself ar- around a lot of yes people mm-hmm. people who tell you oh go do this thing or yes 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 this is a great idea Did yes. you feel like you had people who could give you like meaningful no or meaningful like pushback
2: oh they gave me hell no
1: <laughs> talk to me talk to me yeah me <laughs> I,
2: I feel like they were there to help me you mm-hmm. know in the journey because It's it's not easy when you 16, 17, 18, 19, you're going through all these really intense moments in your in front of every young womanhood in front of everyone and probably moments where you're supposed to be acting crazy. Mm. You really can't. And What,
1: what did you want to say hell no to? Oh,
2: gosh, if it was like one more extra thing that I probably didn't want to do. But it was good that I did it because it set me up for so many great relationships that I have now. And I understand why I did them. So uh, but I mean, it, it was some hell knows that you wanted to drop in there like, no, I'm not gonna do that because I'm tired. You know what I mean? like, yeah. And it's not like from, oh, my God, I just woke up and I did three interviews tired. It's like I've worked for 28 hours mm-hmm. and I'm tired. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's just about giving yourself a moment to breathe or meditate so that you're able to take in everything else and that it's not cloudy or you're not just talking off the cuff. You're mm-hmm. actually speaking from a productive place.
1: Do you feel like black girl groups get enough credit? cuz y'all slayed. It's yeah. Like we put in 20 like 28 full hours of work. Yeah. We have a whole look. This doesn't yeah. just happen. We don't yeah. just effortlessly be black girl cool.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's um I think that we really paved the way with girl groups. Yes. I mean, Speak but I mean, I'm talk talking talk about shit, like please. I'm talking about like The Supremes mm. to TLC mm. to escape to yes. SWV yes. to in vogue like Ugh. to Destiny's Child. Yes, to, you know what I mean. Like I'm sorry, we worked our butts off. That was such a meaningful thing to me. Yes, y'all paved that way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we so grateful to other divas that I, you know, of course, named who paved the way. We mm. wouldn't have been at all able to come through the doors at all. So forever grateful and in constant gratitude to those women.
1: Word. So now it is time for the semi-rapid-fire segment Okay. <laughs> called Pew Pew Pew. These are finger guns. Pew Pew Pew. Pew Pew Pew. Okay. <laughs> um, so all manner of questions. Please mm-hmm. feel free to uh, respond how you will. Okay. <laughs> Random question number one. Yes. Do you immediately change into super soft clothes when you get home? Yes. Like is it a, like immediately I'm taking my pants off situation? Yes.
2: Is there a protocol? Uh, no, they just have to be nice. All the clothes off. Yes. <laughs> Only because some things are just, like, a little tight sometimes, so you want to just
1: I loosen it up. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm a big fan of sweatpants and uh, fuzzy socks the moment you enter the door. I love nice pajamas. Ooh.
2: Yes. I will buy pajamas okay. so fast. is. Oh, oh, I love pajamas. Cozy. Invest ones. in a
1: nice pajama set, y'all. Yes, absolutely. Get warm and cozy with it. Yes. <laughs> are you a game night person? Yes. What are your favorite I love games? game
2: nights. Ooh. Uh, gestures. Ooh. And- what's that? Uh, gestures? Just you could just get it at any any toy store. Is this a thing everyone knows about? Yes, <laughs> gestures and also Heads Up. Oh, I love Heads Up. Oh, that Ellen game.
1: <laughs> heads Up is so much fun. Yes. Uh, oh, got invite you to game night. Heck yeah. Is there a TV theme song you ever find yourself singing? <laughs> well, we're moving on up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What is your
2: go-to drink? Go-to drink will probably be a whiskey sour. Ooh, I'm a whiskey ginger. I'm a whiskey girl. We're so girl. close. We're yes. so close. Maki tata. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: When was the first time you saw yourself represented in pop culture? <gasps> oh, oh my god.
2: Goodness. Represented in pop culture in it's what a way? Hard question. I in mean, what it, way.
1: It depends, honestly, on like what were the 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 identities you really like clung to as a child. So Ooh. for me. I had not seen many black women Mm -hmm. growing up. Okay. And I think, honestly, like folks like Destiny's Child Mm -hmm. were like, oh, we out here, we're doing stuff. Yo, mine was Janet Jackson,
2: Whitney Houston, Mm -hmm. and Naomi Campbell. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes! Like,
2: Naomi, of course, recently did a book with Tashin. And I remember I was so tight. I just come into town, and um, she invited me to the book release. And um, I went, and I was so happy. Like, when I walked in there, I cried. I was so happy for her because she's such a huge part uh, of my life and my esteem Mm. and and culture. And um, I just was so happy for her. So when I saw her, I just gave her the tightest hug, and I was just like, thank you. You know what I mean? Because I saw myself and possibilities through her. This is a woman who ruled and and rules mm. p- properly proper to this day <laughs> Yes, slays on the catwalk. No one has a walk net na- like Naomi. No mm. one does face like Naomi. No one does savage eyes like Naomi. Ooh. She is the best. I know there was all the top five supermodels, sure. Sure, but sure, Naomi sure. takes the cake, honey. Yes. Cakes, cherries, cream, whatever <laughs> else you want to say. I love, love Naomi. Love
1: it. Yes. I One of my favorite quotes of her is, check your lipstick before you talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Before you speak, please, check Check your your lipstick. lipstick. I love that. She right? Um, Okay, we have some silly would you rather questions. Okay. Would you rather have earthworms for eyebrows or clams for ears? Kelly's really thinking about it, you guys. I need you to see her face right now. (laughs) She's deep in thought. (laughs) Oh, God.
2: I think I would rather
1: have... Earthworms for eyebrows. Okay, uh, I feel like there was a logic to that thought. Please walk me through it. Because I
2: like, <laughs> I like thick eyebrows. The thick
1: fuzzy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's quote unquote in right now. But yes. like every brown girl was like, hey, where were y'all we at? Yes. <laughs> like a few years ago. Yes. <laughs> Rude. You like, I'm on it. Like Kara Delevingne did not invent thick eyebrows. Y'all, no. y'all. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But we love Kara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a comment on her. That's a I comment know. on how people comment on her eye. You know, I you know, I you know, I get, you know, I get it. Would you rather? Have your deepest, darkest secrets come out every time you fart. (laughs) Or have spaghetti for pubes. Again, deep in thought. Spaghetti for pubes. (laughs) Wait, that was so easy. Talk to me about that. Spaghetti for pubes, because, you
2: know, with spaghetti, you can just, like, take them off. Like, (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so what about like the texture and the? I feel like it could get kind of a weird no, damp I, wet situation no because just like hair you can take them hoes off <laughs> well said well said what are some of the songs that remind you of your childhood songs
2: that remind me of my childhood uh, Janet Jackson's When I Think of You um, to Whitney Houston's I'm Your Baby Tonight that was actually the oh. song that I auditioned to to be in the group
1: really yes oh my god what
2: else uh, Michael Jackson's keeping in the closet, which is mm. where I saw Naomi with all of that hair. Yes. And I actually used to put on my mama's scarves, to, you know, to mimic Ab- hair. Absolutely. And been there.
1: Twer- oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> I- oh, love. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> I love that. Um, what is the best wedding you've been to that was not your own?
2: The best wedding I went to that was not my own.
1: Like, Ethiopians love weddings. We throw down. I was really? just curious what... I'm trying to what think. What are you working with?
2: Um, <laughs> actually, um, my friends, uh, Joe and Jeff, their wedding. Oh. Who are they to you? Um, they're like... They're like my dads. <laughs> They're my dads. And um, I met them, actually. They, they were my neighbors first. And mm. we just became like family. And um, I just love them.
1: I am such a crier at weddings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally
2: did that. And then actually around that time, like when Love Takes Over, it come out. And I sang it for them and I was like, oh, hell for keep it together. Because <laughs> I, you know, I was so excited and um, I sang the song and they were so happy and all their friends were like, oh, my God, she sang at your wedding. I was like, this is my family. Of course I sang oh, at their wedding. I love that. So, yeah, it was the most beautiful wedding.
1: What do you what do you ever feel nostalgic? What do you feel nostalgic for?
2: <sighs> when I lived at home with my mama. Really? Yes, because I didn't have much of a care in the world.
1: Mm. You know yeah, what I mean? many cares now?
2: I mean, now you think about the news. Like, and,
1: carefree black girl is an you, aspiration. Y- yo. I have many cares. <laughs> <laughs> so many cares. So many. so
2: many. But, like, you know, when you're a kid, you just have that moment to where it's just innocence. Mm. And I, I think that more people should embrace innocence, you know, because hatred is not something that, you know, just grows inside of you is taught. It's learned. Mm-hmm. I think if we operate off of the action word love instead of the emotion part mm-hmm. of it, we get a different reaction from everyone. So if you look up the word love, like biblically, it says it's patient, it's kind, it's not self-seeking. You know, it's it's all these different things. And it's all action, Like, but you look it up in the dictionary. It's feeling like we Mm. need to operate off of kindness, kind love, agape love. Mm. Uh, We don't do much of that these days.
1: That was so beautifully put. Yes, sorry, I love that. I didn't mean to to get not apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. Are you kidding me? That was delightful. Thank you so much, Kelly, for coming through our stewed. Where can the people find your work? At Kelly Rowland on at everything. On all the things. At me, boo. At me, boo. Uh, we're inviting you to game
2: night, just FYI. I'm <laughs> it's in. It's happening. I'm in. Thank I you so much, it. girl. I mean it. Twister. Ooh. Gestures. Twister. Okay, throwback. Yes, yes, With wine.
1: We in there. Ooh. Crucial. With wine and Hennessy. <laughs> and cheese. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is like
2: sophisticated game night. Yes. <laughs> sophisticated game night that can go ratchet in less
1: than two glasses of wine. Oh my god. I didn't even know I wanted that.
2: This is a little game that I like to
0: call Y'all's Parents Was Nasty. (laughs) (laughs) That's the title. Y'all nasty. (laughs) nasty. (laughs) Time for another round of Y'all's experience was nasty. Um, So I think a lot about R&B music,
1: Mm -hmm. right?
0: And one of the things that always tickles me, (laughs) yes, tickles, is how no matter what year it is, no matter how much time we've gone through as like an entire human race, right? Every generation always thinks that the younger generation's music is just (laughs) raunchy and immoral and just mm-hmm. disgusting but the truth is everybody has been disgusting forever <laughs> and music has been disgusting since it existed i feel confident in making that claim yes
1: even even the cavemen were like <laughs> even the cavemen were just like <laughs> their just, r&b jams were <laughs> just too much just too much just being it was censored, like fire in mind. a wheel but still <laughs> shit was nasty
0: <laughs> So once upon a time in like my blogging or freestyle life, I made I'm sorry, a, freestyle? Oh no,
2: that's the wrong <laughs> word.
0: Once upon a time in my blogging or freelance life my freestyle life is still going, excuse me. <laughs> strong by my mixtape. Um, I wrote a piece about all the just disgusting sounds that came before me and my folks, right? So, that's why I know about all of these songs. It's not like they on my iPod and I'm just walking mm. around listening to, mm. uh, you know. Sure. I mean, really. You get, please believe me. <laughs> please. Um, but I thought it would be fun.
1: I wish I ever could see the face you just made. <laughs> please, believe me. Do not put you this on my character. You
0: gotta. Um, so, I thought it would be fun to engineer a little quiz for our dear young heaven. Um, it makes no sense that you should know any of these answers. I just think that the revelation of how disgusting (laughs) our forefathers were. And four mothers. And four mothers, you're Mm, right. mm. Uncomfortable, yes, but kind of funny. Okay. But really uncomfortable, (laughs) okay. So here's how the game's going to work. Got some questions here. Got some songs. I'm going to give you the year that a particular song came out. Is that supposed to help? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe, because you know how vernacular changes and slang and stuff. It might might be a good clue. Okay. So I'm going to give you the year that a particular song came out and four potential titles. You have to pick the title that is an actual song title. okay, okay. Right? So here's why I feel like a creep. (laughs) I had to make up all of the fake song titles, but I had to make them sound similar to the original song titles. And I was like, what are people so going to think I of creeps. my <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so I'm a creep today, y'all.
1: I'm all right. sorry. Um, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm a loser, baby, So why don't you get mad? Bye. You that's know that's random, that song? That's not no, the same song. It's not the same think, sentiment no. at all. Okay.
0: You were thinking of Radiohead's creep.
1: I was.
0: how it makes me cry.
1: You're a different kind of creep. Said so
0: mm. nobody is supposed to know. So, Heaven, are you ready for y'all's parents was nasty. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. All right. Number one. The first song was released in 1935. Oh, Lord. So y'all's parents been nasty for a long <laughs> time. Okay. Yes. Which of the following is a real song title? A. I don't know if I'm going to get through reading <sighs> all it. Make it really uncomfortable. What if this is too much? We didn't. I should have. Just go, Tracy. Okay. You know what? Flick it. Fuck it. Okay. <sighs> I'm so excited. 1935. Is it A, warm them buns. Ooh. It gets worse. If you're already <laughs> upset, this is not going to work. B, extra buttered biscuits. Okay. C, honk my horn. Ooh. <laughs> I can't look at you while I read these. Or D, shave them dry. Oh, okay.
1: I'm going to go with of my buns. As the real song. Because it's like, you know, 30s, like post-depression era. We're all thinking about bread. <laughs> Lots of bread lines happening in bread society. Bread lines. And I'm sure someone was like, yo, bread lines suck, but you know what's popping. <laughs> Them buns. Them buns. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That is a very intelligent guess, but no.
2: <laughs>
0: is
1: it? I thought it was pretty good, honestly. Thank you for giving that logic to
0: me. Yeah, that's why I gave the year, okay. you can, so you can consider things like the depression. The Great Depression. <laughs> <laughs> How did that factor? <laughs> what is the answer? The correct answer is Shave them Dry. Oh, no. Shave them Dry was made by a blues artist by the by the name of Lucille Bogan, who also went by the name Bessie Jackson.
2: I got nipples on my titties, big as the end of my thumb. <laughs> I got
1: something between my legs. gonna make a dead man come Oh. day. OK. Baby, won't you shave them dry? <laughs> no, no, no. Want you to grind me, baby. <laughs> grind me until I cry. Oh, <laughs> all night and all the night before, baby. And I feel just like I want some more. Just, just red so sauce, daddy, grind honey, shave me. Dry. Oh, my. Fuck a euphemism. We're going to spell it out. Let's just be direct. <laughs>
0: and then basically was like, I got nipples on my titties. Yo. So there's that. That was in 1935. I wonder if we should have started with a lighter one, <laughs> but honestly, they don't get much lighter. It's
1: just such a strange thing to think about, like a lineage to Black women at that time, yeah, who are like also hanging out with their girls and like talking about, you know, you know, talking shit just like we do. It's like, yo, girl, ahead.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry, I can't repeat any
0: of them. I cannot. <laughs> okay, so the next one. Is one of my favorites for reasons that I will explain after. This song was put out in 1975. Is the actual song title <laughs> A? <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> is the actual song title A? Let me see your honey pot. I'm assuming that Winnie the Pooh wrote that one. Ooh. <laughs> because Winnie. <laughs> nope. Nope. Nobody's here for it. Okay. Just freaked out the whole studio. <laughs> B. <laughs> the real Big Dipper.
1: Oh! No! <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Because the one in the sky is fake, girl, fake. compared to... <laughs> the real Big Dipper. <laughs> compared to what Stanley got <laughs> in his britches. C... See... I want to do something freaky to you. Okay. (laughs) Or D, let me part your red sea. No.
1: (laughs) No. Again, the year is
0: 1975. Heaven, which is the real song title?
1: Like, when did we get Sputnik? Like, what is the Big Dipper, like, space related? Mm. Is that, like, the theme of, like, a hidden figure situation? (laughs) 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 Okay, we're going to skip that one. It's not that one. uh, I really hope it's not the last one. Uh, that would be "Let Me Part Your." Red I really, I don't, I didn't want to say it out loud.
0: <laughs> I, if this is the song,
1: you just know that it's
0: inappropriate for many reasons. But Red Sea, is, it's probably about menstruation as well.
1: Right, that's what I assumed. It's about Moses and menstruation,
0: <laughs> so it's out. <laughs> Let's go with the first one. Let Me See Your Honeypot by Winnie the Pooh. Honeypot. And Damn. I am sorry, Young Kevin, that is incorrect. The, the correct answer, answer is I Want to Do Something Freaky to You by Leon Haywood. Okay. I actually enjoy this song, and you may hear why. I want to do something
2: freaky to you. <laughs>
0: Slide down. Oh my God! In the valley of love <laughs> Until I bring joy. and happiness. Okay, I like this song for two reasons, right? <laughs> One is you know that my life's ambition is to be an old black man. I yes. want to be. I want to be Uncle Tracy when I grow up. Uh huh. Um, well two, on your way. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Two, it's a very very famous hip hop sample but it's most identifiable Ooh. at the very top of the song. Let's play the, the very top of the song.
1: Gin and Juice? Close. Uh-uh. <laughs> the answer left, so Dr. And J, J is, is at, at the door. door. That what was is that?
0: Nothing but a G thing. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. yes, yes. Classic. So it kind of makes sense wow. that... Okay. You know, that song just has like a freaky-ass history. Of course. Also, this song, lyrics-wise, is not even as bad as Shave Em Dry, which we heard from the 30s. (laughs) This song is just like very... Never
1: forget (laughs) Shave Em Dry. Never forget. (laughs) Yes.
0: Okay, uh, let's make everybody a lot more uncomfortable. (laughs) This song was put out in 1996. I believe that you were two
1: years old then. Okay. Had just gone to America. (laughs) Oh, wow. So thank you. You're, you're welcome. I was just learning English. Baby heaven. Aww. <laughs> okay, 1996.
0: Which of the following is the real song title? A, put it where you want it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> B, bone me like you own me. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Same I wish Juergen. I could shift all of your faces, all of your reactions. The year was 1996. See, I just I just realized that my mother's gonna listen to this. <laughs> wow. C, put your bird in my cage. <laughs> or D tongue tattoo.
1: I really hope you made up put your bird in my cage. <laughs>
0: But, what would that say about me if I had made up something? It a sounds like something bird in my cage.
1: You'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I could see you easily like pulling from like <laughs> good, important civil rights literature. <laughs> like, I know why the cage bird sings. And you're like, let me let me freakify all these songs.
0: <laughs> let me freakify all these songs is a thing that I absolutely would think to myself. So maybe, so, That could be it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. What was the first one again? Put it where you want it. Yeah, I think I'm going to go there. Put it where you want it? Yeah. I am sorry. That is incorrect. It is. The actual song is by a woman named Denise LaSalle, and that song is called Bone Me Like You Own Me. Boy, I know
2: you've been dipping and dabbing Mm. with almost every girl in
0: town. Oh. She knows it.
2: Mm. It takes a real strong technique. The hell a big fat woman like
1: me. Okay. Now you gotta bone Like your own. it. Choir in the back. <laughs> if you wanna satisfy me, that's the only way. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, another song I'm not mad at because it's very sex positive. You have a woman who is in charge of the of the time that she's gonna ha- have with the with your uncle Leon <laughs> or more than likely. <laughs> and she's like, listen, if you want it, these are the terms. Mm. That's it. Okay, I'm into it. Yeah. So this next one is not the worst on the list, but it's it's one of the worst. On okay. The worst. This song came out in 1980. Is the real song a Big ass Bertha. <laughs> B, prick writer. That's writer R-Y-D-E-R.
2: Oh,
1: I see, I see, I
0: see. C, thrill her, fill her. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> or D,
1: stroke it slow. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with "Thrill Her, Fill Her." because oh, really? it is the one that elicited the the biggest reaction out of me. Mm, mm. <laughs> so therefore, um, good good guess. God Once damn it! I'm sorry.
0: That's something wow. from my own twisted mind. <laughs> the actual answer is a song by a group called Blowfly, <laughs> which is com- just it, <laughs> everything they made, which is inappropriate,
1: inappropriate,
0: and the song is "Prick Rider."
1: Wow, I guess we have to listen to it now. Are they like the pretty Ricky of their time? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Me and the got this. She's a freak rider. No.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I just assumed no black person would say prick.
0: Same, same. I feel like I should have picked
1: that up. Yeah.
0: So yeah, Blowfly was like, you know, we're clearly not making music to be played on a radio. So how'd you hear about it? There was a big box of records in my house when I was younger. And I would just like leaf through them and in there was a blowfly
1: record. So you're blaming it on your mother. I didn't saying? say it was my mama's. <laughs> I didn't say that. She got brothers and sisters and they all shared heard records. Okay. I don't know who's Okay. okay. The record has it. been cleared.
0: Okay. Just just, <laughs> mama, I didn't say it was yours. I did <laughs> um, Okay. This last one, I think is, I I, we'll talk about it afterwards. Um. <clears throat> It's the most fascinating to me, I will say. It was made in 1954. Okay. Oh no. Um, another black group. And I don't want to say any of these words with my mouth. <laughs> is is the real title. A licking cousin. <laughs> B Swallowing Sally. No. C Patricia's Pussy Party. <laughs> Or D, the rotten cocksucker's ball?
1: I'm mean, going to go with swallowing Sally. Okay, why? I don't know. I feel like every generation has their Sally, their Becky,
0: their mm. their what have you. Yeah, <laughs> Sally was, was a thing in the 50s for sure.
1: And it was always like associated with an act.
0: Mm, I
1: see what you're saying.
0: Um you know, strong.
1: I'm, I'm getting the feeling that it's wrong. It's,
0: I'm sorry, it is not <laughs> wow. correct. It is not correct. You made um, that up? I'm sorry. <laughs> you thought of swallowing Sally? Can we not repeat that? <laughs> maybe. Maybe I had help somewhere. <laughs>
1: no, you didn't. I didn't.
0: I didn't, I'm help sorry. From the other part of your brain. <laughs> the part that I keep blocked away. <laughs> so this is similar to Prick Rider in that it uses a word that, mm-hmm. that we're not used to black people using. But this is a group called the Clovers, and the answer is the Rotten Cocksuckers Ball. And before we play any of it, this shit is wild. What
1: do you mean, the rotten?
0: What do they mean, the (laughs) rotten? I don't know. I have no idea. But just to... To hear them sing the way they sing about the things they're singing about is just fucking crazy to me. It's crazy. So you grew up listening to this? No, I didn't <laughs> discover these songs until I was well into my 20s. Okay. And you know how you just like fall into like a YouTube hole? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's why all this has happened.
2: Well... I said, come on, cocksuckin' Sammy, get your motherfucking mammy. We're going down, down, to the ball. Fuck, suckin'
1: fuck. Jeez, it's acapella. <laughs> <No>, I <right?
2: laughs> don't
0: need no <laughs> It's like they just sang every cuss word they know.
1: It's like a pentatonic, go you got a dick on album. to <laughs> play harmony so <laughs> <laughs> Yo!
2: <laughs>
0: y'all better bring it home like y'all not singing about some awful shit. <laughs> like in the beginning i was like this sounds like a gospel song then it sure like, does this
1: could be like a love song and then you listen to the lyrics and it's just like oh my god what are you doing if gospel singers sing about rotten cocksuckers no, like <laughs> this is what this is basically <laughs> young
0: i think we found our episode title y'all so i hope you enjoyed that uh that uh I got none of these right these are so much fun
1: They. I hope I hope you come up with more of these
0: you know once I get over my shame and embarrassment (laughs) I would love to think of more inappropriate (laughs) song titles but the next time your mom your aunt Cheryl your granddaddy your whoever starts talking about what songs today are just too nasty you play the rotten cocksuckers ball and be like explain yourself (laughs) that's what you do you're welcome Heaven, we did it. Tracy, we made it. Hey, um, I don't know. Let's buy some rounds. Okay. <laughs> you happen like you have never done that before. <laughs> I just I just made it up. It's just an idea that I had by myself just now.
1: Baby, come through. Hey. Here are the rounds tonight. Oh. Uh-huh the end the little, little switch it up ah, with the little, ah, oh it's still going hey yes. <laughs> oh Lee with a rock with it, it hit him with a shoulder hey then <laughs> we miss you <laughs> we do
0: heaven who are you mind around for who or what are you about around for
1: so we have r&b themed rounds today mm-hmm. because of a one kelly Rowland. Aww. i the grammys are weird okay <laughs> yes. <laughs> Would agree. For many reasons. But I, I also, like, as I was watching them, I was like, w- what are these categories? Mm-hmm. These are, like, actually pretty foreign to me. I what cannot... is urban contemporary? What the fuck is an urban contemporary? I don't I have no fucking idea. But it made me think about how much Beyonce dabbles in genre mm-hmm. and how much I love R&B-ass Beyonce. Mm. And I think... There are a few songs that have been, like, so overplayed by Beyonce that I stopped playing them. Like what? And one of them is Me, Myself, and I. But mm. I recently re- re-listened to it. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, pure R&B Beyonce. Ooh. And, like, I was like, why have I, Why have I not been listening to this, like, in the last few years? Just because yeah. it was
0: overplayed a little bit. That's a that's a song that I have not really spent a lot of time with, too. Like,
1: I only know the chorus. Word. But mm-hmm. it's, like, such a... You ain't shit. Mm. I thought, Mm. I talked to my girls, Mm. (laughs) you know? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I just feel like people don't give Beyonce props for all that she can do. The range. She has the range. She does. She does. She sure does have the range. She does. Like, she gave you a country fucking song. Insulated. She gave you the most useful Jack White has ever been. Hello. (laughs) Like, (laughs) she gave you, like, a dabble of everything. Mm. Some spoken word. The best spoken word has ever sounded. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) I don't know if Beyonce is celebrated for the things that I like her for. What do you mean? Sometimes I wonder what people get out of Beyonce. People,
0: like all people, <laughs> particular types of people. <laughs> yes. I asked this because um, during the Grammys, mm-hmm. uh, one Yasser Lester, friend of the show, tweeted, yes. um, I can't tell if white people really like Beyonce this much or if it's something that they feel they have to do.
1: Mm. Is
0: that <laughs> is that what you're hitting at?
1: Low key. Mm. I just can't tell. Like when we're talking about like this bitch has changed our lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what do y'all think is happening? <laughs> I just love R and B ass Beyonce. Uh huh. And I hope all parts of her are appreciated, not just uh, pop Beyonce yeah. or like had a good solid ass hip Beyonce or mm. like you know. People are surprised by a visual album. Like, that's not the, the surprising right. part. The surprising part is how dope it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that it exists. Right.
1: Well, the cool thing about this is that
0: you know that the people that she really, really, really speaks to are always gonna appreciate that's real. all parts of That's her. real.
1: That's real. So, we got
0: you, girl. We got mm. you, Beyonce. Mm. So, this is, I've actually been meaning to buy around for this group and this song for a few weeks now, but I always think of something else to buy around for. It's time for me to buy around for a group that so few people know about. And I don't blame them for not knowing about them. They had one album. Um, they're called The Transitions. Mm-hmm. The Transitions is an R&B group um, started by a one Michael Bivens of Belle DeVoe fame and New Edition fame. Mm-hmm. They were just like this group of three dudes. Um, I didn't hear about them until I was in college. And speaking of like just completely, like, kind of gross, skeevy R&B songs. I'm listening. (laughs) This is definitely one of those songs, but it's so good. (laughs) But I also love it because it's so ridiculous, right? So the group, again, is called The Transitions. The song is called Straight Fucking.
1: Okay. It's pretty clear to the point. It's pretty clear to the point.
0: It's just, like, a good, like, traditional sultry R&B song that just happens to have the word straight fucking in it <laughs> okay but um I'm always talking about this song it's so fun to sing in the shower so fun and I would love to play a little bit for you straight fucking oh baby girl oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay
2: <laughs>
1: Ooh. All
0: right. Right. Like black preacher ad libs. Like. Mm. Ah, ah. <laughs> but my favorite ad lib that comes later in the song, there's somebody else in the group who, <laughs> in the group who comes in and goes, fucking baby. Ow! Who <laughs> It's so good. It kills me every time. Oh, my goodness. Tracy. Um So, you know, it's a, it's a good song. It's a good shower song. Put it on your uh grown-up get-some playlist.
1: Mm. You know, next Valentine's Day. Put time. on your shower hotbox playlist. Ooh. Oh, shit. Wait, can I buy a round in, in the middle of this round? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, mini round for, I love that, like, 90s TV shows, mm-hmm. black TV shows,
0: I feel like I know what you're going to say. I'm so excited.
1: Always had oh God, 90s black R&D oh oh and, oh like, God. rap artists on. It was such a thing. Like, I remember Usher was on Boesha. Yes. I remember Destiny's Child was on Smart Guy. Uh-huh. I remember also Destiny's Child on Proud Family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talked about that before. You know, it was such a thing. Yeah, Tevin
0: Campbell was on fam- er, uh, Fresh Prince. Uh, Biggie was on Martin. Biggie was, oh my God, when Pam came galloping in the park. Yes! Oh my also, uh, Tracy Spencer was on Family Matters. I think Heavy D and the Boys were on Living Single. Liv- uh,
1: Living Single and Different World. A Different World. Yes. <laughs> also, Tupac was
0: on A Different World.
1: Excuse Yo! Me? It was just such a
0: thing. Oh my God, this is my favorite thing in the world.
1: I feel like it was such a thing to have, like, all right, because 90s TV was so black. Mm hmm that you had the options to not like certain shows. <laughs> yes, you had
0: you had options. Right. You had multiple stations you could flip to. But Sometimes
1: it was like at the same time. Listen.
0: We'll never We'll never again. remember that again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should upgrade this from a mini round and just make it a whole round. You get two rounds today. Oh. <laughs> time for some credits, Tracy. <laughs> my credit score is three, and uh, it's not funny. Three? Well, on a good oh day. Oh my gosh! You know what? This is not about me. Thank you so much to Kelly Rowland! Yo! <laughs> you can find Kelly Rowland on all the things at Kelly Rowland. Shout out to the pod squad! Oh! We in here. Possibly the best air horn yet from heaven.
1: Okay, don't, don't tease me. I'm um,
0: not.
1: <laughs> it was just okay. No! no it was just okay come on now (laughs) that was a good one
0: (laughs) this episode was produced by nina Pottick and julia Furline with editorial oversight from eleanor kagan and meg kramer music as usual is by jean gray you can follow her on jean greasy on twitter and if you're in new york and if you like brooklyn go to her church of the infinite you at union hall you can google it and find it i haven't been yet but i'm gonna go so if you see me buy me a drink um, also, shout out to Don Will. You can follow him on Twitter at d o n w i l l. You can follow me on Twitter at with McPoverty, and you can follow Heaven on Twitter at Heaven Rants. I be ranting sometimes. She be ranting. She be rantin'. <laughs> um, Email us, tweet us, Facebook us, all the things. Another Round, rate us on iTunes and tell a friend because you should be nice to them and give them something great in their lives. You should also sign up for the newsletter. Uh, speaking of something great in your life, yes. um, you can do that at buzzfeed.com slash another round slash newsletter. We'll keep you up to date on all the shows we're doing, mm-hmm. all the things we're plotting for the year. Mm-hmm. And we should start putting baby pictures in the newsletter. Ooh. I was such a cute little fat juicy baby.
1: Okay. It was adorable. Maybe I'll just put pictures of me in the I was newsletter. a professionally grumpy baby. Oh. <laughs> and just Which still surprises are. no one. <laughs> I have like a Ethiopian visa that says, profession child. <laughs> and I look so child. grumpy. Oh, please find it and put Which it is in the how newsletter. I look in all the photos coming to America. Aww. Just like, what y'all want? <laughs> you're
0: just like, what is Why this Why am shit?
1: I here? What the fuck is this? <laughs> what y'all need?
0: <laughs> Sign up for the newsletter for potentially grumpy pictures of baby heaven. mm mm-hmm drink some water take your meds
1: call your person And um, I also just say Be- Beyonce and Jay Z's child looks like me really Blue Ivy is my child looks like you like now no me when as a were. child
0: okay so now you have to produce some
1: baby picture evidence. like we look mass similar okay we're gonna need to see this. Okay, cool. okay cool 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 <laughs> um other good advice I made my bed this morning ooh I did not I I'm about to make a therapy appointment you know what my my parting words of wisdom are mm-hmm. follow your own advice ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> um, be as nice to you as you are to your friends Aww. be kinder to yourself and be as supportive of you as you are of your friends one of the things you've taught me is like telling yourself hey be nice to my friend I like her
0: yeah Julia and Nina do that all the time it's
1: like yo why are you talking shit about heaven she right yeah. here
0: like don't talk about my friend like that
1: <laughs> that's true and it really does help yes I, really does help. I agree All right. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Take your own advice. Oh, my God. Wait. that
0: That changes a lot. Wait. Okay. Okay. Let me calm down. So I knew that on the West Coast back in, like, the 90s that they used the word cock for vagina and like there's even some like songs from that era where they do it such as gin and juice and we be clubbing by snoop dogg and ice cube respectively but it's not something that i thought about ever so knowing this definitely changes the meaning of the song i just can't tell yet if it's for the better um i think it's for the better as long as everything was consensual at the rotten cocksuckers ball (laughs)